When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. We have another opportunity to spend some time together talking about something that's important in everyone's life, whether you have a little or a lot or none even. That's money. You need money to live it's just the fuel that drives us and we're here to talk about it with you every saturday unless interrupted by a football game or a basketball there game there's a basketball not game be for three a while weeks, three weeks from today and then that's it until that's it. fall right that's it yep mm-hmm. okay then we're in good shape i think so count on us being here most saturdays at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 and the questions that can be asked as varied as your life and the good news right now is if you call and ask a question you get a free ten dollar ticket to retire meet 2020 coming up saturday february 22nd in bellevue featuring the legendary paul merriman the incomparable apollo lapescu the domineering don mcdonald Wow, you've been working on that really call. hard during the top of the. You, uh, I get, last top night of the I got like eight hours sleep. I don't. This is really. I don't know. How, I feel like woo. Off the you charts. never sleep for eight hours. Which is one of those nights. So anyway, it was. There you go. That's why oh, I figure. You know, I've got my. I've got my theory that you only get X number of uh, waking hours in life. And that means I'm going to outlive Tom by like 20 years. He's going to be alive. Because I sleep a lot more than he does. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call anytime. We really do want to help you make this process of dealing with money make more sense. Because it can be so blasted confusing, particularly around this time of year. I know. And and everybody is saying, I just saw this. uh, and, And please don't go to their website or their television. I just saw Art Cashin of CNBC saying, hey, in ni- or 2019, I got two out of my three predictions right. I was right about interest <laughs> rates, and I was right about the price of oil. I, I got the stock part wrong. I told you don't own stocks. And by the way, the S&P 500 is up over 30% year to date. So there's a great oh, piece. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's it. You left <laughs> on the table. I love this piece from Jeff Summer who wrote, uh, specific forecasts for about markets should be treated as fiction. I think he's exactly right. Fiction. Yeah. I love that. Not not taken with a grain of salt, Mm-mm. but ignored completely. Indeed. Ignored completely. Now, I've been hadn't, uh, hanging around this silly little investing business for a very, very, very long time. Like 35 years. And there was a, long ago and far away in a galaxy far, far away, there was a, uh, a theory called the Elliott Wave Theory. And I had hoped that it had died many years ago, but apparently it's still a, alive and kicking. And it, it's led by a guy named Robert Prechter. Bob Prechter. He's been around for Robert all of those Prechter. Years, now, I, I, want you, I want you to hear this prediction by Bob Prechter. You yeah. ready? Mm hmm. He says that uh, when it comes to the stock market, you need to take 
even if you're skeptical, you need to take his advice seriously. Please. This is what he said. Yep. This is what he said. Quote, winter is coming. Buy a coat. Other people are advising you to stay naked. If I'm wrong and you're not hurt, if I'm if I'm ro- wrong, you're not hurt. If they're wrong, you're dead. Opt for safety. His advice, individual investors should move completely out of the stock market and hold cash and cash equivalents. He said, ultimately, the decline in the stock market will lead to one of the best opportunities ever, but it will be worse than the decline of 2008, worse than the Great Depression, and worse of course, you remember this, Tom, the Panic of 1873. Well, it was a tough year for me and uh, for a lot of our clients. I know that. So, yeah. Yeah, Sorry 1873 was a terrible year. When did he make this prediction? Ah, this is what's gonna really have, interesting. You're going to have some fun here. He didn't just make this like last week, I don't think, because of the way you're no. looking right now. No. It wasn't last he made year. This, he made this prediction yes. on July 3rd, 2010. July 3rd, so basically almost 10 years ago. You remember the Great Depression of 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. You remember that, right? It was going to be the worst market in 300 years, Bob Prechter said. And people are still paying him for advice. Wait, 300 years? That's what what he said. Well, he got the tulip thing mania in there i'm trying to remember the other panics i don't know but it's the biggest one biggest it was going to be the biggest of the so you moved all to cash in 2010 that's what i'm so let's assume you moved to cash in 2010 you take you took your hundred thousand dollars that you had in 2010 Mm -hmm. you said i i can't be hurt i cannot be hurt i'll have the coat i'll have the winter coat and then you put it away until today in cash you today, well, I'll assume you use treasuries, so we're going to give you about a 2% return. These are IOUs issued by the U.S. government. Yeah, pretty reliable. You you would have made about 2% per year, but after inflation, yeah. you would have actually lost money. Whereas, if you had put it in the stock market over that same amount of time, after inflation, you would have tripled your money. Wait, you wouldn't have been hurt? How can people stay in business being this wrong? Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You know, I was talking about Robert Prechter before the yes. break. He he predicted in 2017 to Market Watch that we were going to have another depression-like event coming up anytime now. He just you know, keeps saying. I, I guess if you keep saying it long enough, eventually well, something bad will happen. Well, the thing I hate about it is what you just pointed out, and that is, if people believe him, and I think some people do, right? He wouldn't be yeah. in business, right? What and. Just having a coat and keeping you out of the winter, that makes that simplifies the reality is not that's not at all true because if you had it as you pointed out, if you put it all in treasuries, you basically you didn't even break even. You lost money right. over that decade. Had you had some of it in stocks and some in treasuries, you made a lot of money. That's so, a lot of money. Yeah, and, and so I just I think it's poor advice, but I think it's even it after inflation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was the point. You made a lot of money even after inflation. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. We still have the better part of an hour to help you understand how money and investing 
work and what the difference is between investing and speculating and how to avoid being ripped off by a lot of the people selling things that you shouldn't buy and you don't even know you shouldn't buy them unless you listen very carefully or you call us at 855-935-TALK plus you'll get an opportunity to come to retire meet 2020 for free if you call and ask a question on the show we'll give you a code for a free ticket to retire me 2020 by calling 855-935-TALK and asking a question on the show 855-935-8255 anything major year anything major happen in uh, washington dc in the congress last couple weeks i was i already had a setup for this okay go ahead let's see whose is better we'll let you vote 855-935 in the new year no you don't get you don't get a ticket for voting (laughs) okay Sorry. In the new year, yes, new laws come to they visit. They do, yes. <laughs> and there is a new law that yeah. some people are praising for its consideration of poor retirees, and others are slamming for some of its stupidity. And that is, it's called the Secure Act. And I, I don't even look, know what that acronym. It's something for communities, or they wound communities into it, or something. I did they really? Yes, I don't remember the specifics, but this goes into effect like Thursday, and there are some things in it that if you are retiring, well, actually, even if you're not, even if you if you're in a retirement plan. Your retirement plan could change. You going to read the name? You don't want to just do the acronym. Yeah, anymore. it's so stupid. It's something. Gosh, they, did somebody right, right? get paid? Did somebody get paid oh, some... for coming up with this idea? Here it is. You ready? Here's yeah. what Secure stands for. Mm-hmm. This is lame. Setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Because you know how many communities retire, right? Retire at, and 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 it needs to be enhanced. By this the way, does that mean dumb. if my neighbor retires, I have to retire too? Because you have to, like, community retirement. Anyway, the it's point no is... It's no wonder people don't like Congress. There's some things that are good and some things are bad. If you've been a saver in a retirement yes. plan and you've never touched the money in that retirement plan or IRA, right? At age 70 and a half, you have to start taking it out, required minimum distribution, and paying tax Known on as it. Known RMDs. RMD, and you have to pay tax on it. One of the things I like about the SECURE Act is they've now pushed that back to age 72. So you don't have to start taking it out at 70 and a half. You can wait till 72. Another thing they did that... Eh, wait, may I add something yes. there? Yes, oh, okay. I just want to make sure people are really clear about this, though. If you hit 70 and a half in 2019... No, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you. You have to hit... Yeah. It had to have been in 2020, and then you Correct. can wait until 72 before you start taking those required Moving. minimum distributions. And by the way, the half thing is really lame because it makes it very confusing. Because well, you yeah, technically wait and take two distributions in one year. It's just like... It, I'm glad Plus, they my half birthday was Christmas Eve. It would have been yeah, complicated. So silly. So anyway, they did that. They also... There's a thing called a stretch IRA. Individual retirement account is a way people can save for retirement. And sometimes... In your life, you may not take all that money out if you're just taking the required minimum distribution and money's left to others. And then what they used to let you do was stretch that out. Then they would figure out the RMD for your life, the the beneficiary, rather than the owner, right? You could take it out over your life expectancy as the beneficiary. Now they've changed that to what? 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, you got to take it out, which, okay, that's... But here's the one that I really am very unhappy with. I still don't have a good answer for this. If you have a good answer, call me 
at 855-935. You just don't like my answer. No, your answer's right. I'm saying, but I don't, I'm saying this like out there to the public because I don't, honestly, I don't understand it because one of the things they let happen now is in retirement plans, like there's not, well, there's already a lot of annuities in, in 403Bs and retirement. We've talked about this before. It's some two out of three or something or in two out of three of the bucks in, in, in those plans are already in annuities, but they're going to make them more available to all of us in our 401ks. And for the life of me, I don't know why. And I'm not being silly. I'm seriously, if you're, if you're 25 years old and you can save into a target date fund, not my favorite choice, but if that's your choice and it grows for 30 years and you want then to buy an annuity because you're not comfortable with the amount of money you have needed to last a lifetime. Okay, I guess I could see that. Wouldn't be my top choice. But I see no reason for a young person to buy an annuity at age 25 or 30. Go ahead. No, dumb idea. Now, let me just give you a little background as to why I believe, and I'm pretty confident in this belief, that, that this law passed. The law now says, the SECURE Act now says, that if you're an employer and you use an annuity in your 401k at work for your employees, if you offer that as an option, it does not violate your fiduciary responsibility to give them the best investment options. Now, let's talk a little bit about why they would use that terminology. Who benefits most from the sale of annuities? Hmm, Let me think Hmm. now. We just heard from the guy last hour about the 10-year surrender that he was still paying. Could be the insurance Good guess. Yes. Well, here's the deal. You remember when the Labor Department passed a rule not too long ago that said that uh, that uh, you, you had to be a fiduciary? It to had give. to be fiduciary advice given in a retirement plan, and then the courts threw that out. Well, the insurance industry was freaking out because it would have made variable annuities practically illegal yep. in retirement plans because at the time it was considered that, and for good reason, that variable annuities – violated the fiduciary responsibility of advisors when you recommended those to your clients, that they were not suitable investments inside a no, qualified not, not, retirement you plan. You said suitable, not in the best interest of the client. They not in the best be interest, suitable, I'm sorry. Yes. yes, they might be suitable. Yeah. They were not in the best interest of the client in a retirement plan. Well, that freaked out the insurance industry. I can tell you, they were running around like crazy going, whoa, this could hurt our business a lot. So I think some brilliant lobbyists at the insurance industry, and this is backed up by numerical facts, uh, decided that they should approach Congress about making it, it totally legal, no matter what, for annuities to be used in retirement plans. And they got this added to the SECURE Act. And I know for a fact that AIG and Prudential and many others pooled millions of dollars to lobby Congress on behalf of this addition to that rule so you you as employees have to work a lot harder to make sure your employer does not offer you annuity garbage in your 401k or 403b account at work because that's just what they are when you put an annuity in one of those accounts you pay more than you should the people who sell them make a lot of money and you get hurt tom and don are talking real money It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. If you have a money question problem, you got an annuity in your retirement plan, give us a call. We'll try to figure out a way to help you get out of that or not get into that and uh the other thing secure act to do does uh that you can um you smaller employers can get together and set up 401ks in a group and things like that but that's really the big stuff is the 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 stretch ira the 72 the annuities that we just hate oh and by tom here, here let me just throw this in for fun the other thing people don't remember, don't realize, is that the insurance companies say we are absolutely safe. We guarantee you're going to get your money back. This guarantee is only as good as the company itself. It's a company guaranteeing you something. That's like a car dealer guaranteeing that your car will always work. Well, when it it will, and it's good until the company goes away. Yeah. Well, I mean, and by the way, there have been insurance companies. I can think of a very large one that almost went away like a decade ago right to start with an a A oh, AIG. and we all chipped in to make sure that they survived yep. or something anyway executive I mean, life went under and treaty american went under but even there that been a- even I, yeah it's a contract with an insurance company that's not right. why i dislike it because why i dislike it is you're pretty much assured of paying more to own that over a very long period of time and well, you heard the guy last hour. He said, "I just figured out the last decade I've made about one percent a year." He right. didn't say a year because the fees are so high the whole time. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'm trying to understand why you would do that. Uh, again, only that. because it's good for the insurance companies. It's bad for the employees. It's good for the insurance company, and Congress doesn't care about you if there's money for them involved they just don't and for you to expect them to is to be naive they don't care unless you bug them more than the insurance companies big checks make them happy and you That's don't reality you don't right yeah. you don't matter as much as they do yeah. unless you're writing a million dollar check and by the way, again, since we're at the end of the, or you're going to say the number eight five five nine three five talk. That's okay. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And since we are approaching the end of the year and another worthless business slash work week, which I mean, basically go. nothing is going to get done again. I speak I as a. I just can't owner. wait to see in the. I can't wait to see in the office on Monday. God. Uh, no, Hello? we have. We, no, we have a Whoa. we have a like a six hour training session because we knew it was a throwaway day. So, oh, good yeah, idea! Yeah. That's a that'll good idea. make everybody happy. Tell them pizzas at the end of it or something; they'll show up. Not. But, no, it's a good time. I know you poo poo this, but I think it is a good time to do some work on your finances. That's it's boring. It's always a good time to do some no, work no, on your finances. No, here's why. Remember what I just yes. mentioned? It's generally a slow work week. Right? Oh. You have time. You have time. Generally. Pull yeah. everything out. I, mean, I yeah. can't believe the number of you who see us who have 15 different accounts. Why? 10 different custodians. I have no idea. Why. Well, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Putting all your eggs in the Charles Schwab basket is okay. Putting them all in the Boeing basket is not. Right? Because you've seen what right. happens to individual securities. They can go way down. But only having them custodian at one place... That's okay. But this is a good time to pull all that stuff out, look at it, come up with some. I like, and I mentioned this in my podcast. Did my podcast go out last week? 
No, okay. going out Monday. Okay, going out Monday. So you'll hear this. I figured it was better a little no, closer no, to fine. the beginning of the no, year. No, yeah, I'm talking about, I, I, Chuck Jaffe wrote about this. I love it. Have decade resolutions, not one-year resolutions. Say, here's where I want to be in 10 years. In your case, it would just be I want to be alive in ten years. But yeah, no, that is my that that's my number one thing. <laughs> I think that's just make good, sure I that's don't die. That's a good one, by the way. But but seriously, you have decade resolution. Say, here's what I'm trying to get to, and then you can go to work it backwards. Like the guy who called us last hour, you can say, that means I need to save this much. That means I need to mm-hmm. make this much on my money. Some general idea rather than just sort of, uh, I'm trying. And you just touched on something that's really, really important in the whole process of planning. And that is to make, to, to look at what the needs are before you decide what oh, you do good. with the money. That's a good point. What are your needs? So if you don't need a lot, then yeah. you shouldn't take a lot of risk. Just get the coat. Adjust your risk to your needs and your risk tolerance. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Still a half hour show left and lots of things we can talk about. You get some fr- a free ticket to retire meet if you call and ask the question. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. We're talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. We'd love to help you solve a money problem, uh, answer a money question, point you in a better direction, help you plan for the future at 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald, live from New York. That's Tom, live from Seattle. Or sleep, sleepless in Seattle. No, sleepy in Seattle. Overslept in Seattle. I'm not sure what you are anymore. That's a good point. 855-935-TALK. Vince, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Vince. How can we help? Hey, guys, today. We're doing great. Absolutely. Okay, listen, I, I, I was, I'm driving home from work. I was listening to you guys talk about annuity. Now, I have one of those at work. In the last year, it's gone up considerable. I have not added to it, but it's at... I've been 15 years now there with my company, retire in six more years, and it's at about $118,000. And I'm not exactly sure how these work. Like, when I retire, I kind of heard that you have to wait 60 days or two months before you can collect your annuity fund. Is that right? Or Huh? Maybe you guys okay. know. That, that was I'm, not, I, I'm not sure what, what you're... Uh, you, well, so he you're, says he, he was told that he has to wait some period of time after he quits work to start collecting uh, to annuitize the annuity. The answer is we don't I, know because they're all That different. would be based on the policy. Yeah, yeah that that would be based it. on the policy. But um, so are you getting you're getting ready to take this out soon? No, he says six years. He's retiring. Right. Did I hear right. that right? Six, six years. years. Oh, I didn't hear the yeah. six year part. OK, I was cutting off. Yeah, six years, I'll be retiring, and then uh, I have a pension as well, because we're union, so I can collect that. Okay, I'm but eligible the, now. are you eligible for Social Security as well? No, at 62, I'll take Social Security. Oh, yeah, no, no, but, um, no, no, yeah, okay, well, that's a whole separate topic. But So you're going to have what I would call two annuities already, the pension and Social Security. Why do you need a third? Okay. I mean, that's how I look at it. Like, you have guaranteed income from two sources. I'd rather see you saving the money, put it in something that, that, that is less expensive. But go ahead, Don. One of, the, one of the benefits, and it's 
it's a benefit to some of these annuity products. And it sounds like if your annuity went way up this year, you have what's called a, a variable annuity. So it's invested in equities for a portion of that money because that's the only way it would have gone up dramatically this year. Uh, a variable annuity can be converted to an immediate annuity, and that may be where the delay comes in. But um, the point we're trying to make about annuities for everybody listening is that as a product in a retirement plan, they're very expensive. Even though yours went up a lot, uh, my guess and Tom's guess is that it probably would have gone up more if it was in the same portfolio just without the annuity wrapper around it. So the question he's asking is, do you want to keep it in this annuity or might you be better off taking the money from the annuity going to another product in your 401k that doesn't have that annuity wrapper that i I, and i think the answer to that would be yes and that's what i was planning on doing like when i retire in six years i'll wait i'll take the money out because i've talked to a couple guys who have retired with my company and they took out their 176,000 or 194,000 they paid off their house and they no. took it and they went to their no 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 Okay, what he's saying, though, Tom, is they took the money out of their annuity at work, then they went to somebody and invested it after paying off their house. Okay, here's the reason that's a bad idea, because when you take that money out, let's say it's $200,000, you've got to pay regular income tax on all of that. You wouldn't want to do that to pay off your mortgage. The mortgage is, in today's world, should be between 3 and 4% or less. You wouldn't want to take all the money out of a taxable you know, regular as income, pay the income tax and pay off the mortgage. That's a bad idea. The Again, I, without getting too far down the road with the specifics here, I don't think you should continue to own the annuity anyway. Uh, and, 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 so. and, and here's the thing. Ask your employer if there's right. an option other yeah. than the annuity. That would be the way. Are there go. other investment options? Do they offer anything from Vanguard or Fidelity or, or, or some other company that Schwab or whomever that, that has no annuity fees attached to the account, therefore putting more in your pocket rather than into the insurance companies. Thanks for the call, Vince. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALKS, the number. And Carolyn, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Tom and Don. Hey. Hi. Um, I've got a little bit of a situation. I own a small mobile home park that I am, uh, we're going to be signing a contract tomorrow, and I'll be selling it for a million twenty-five. Um, I, I originally purchased it for 350 and I'm thinking about doing a 1031 exchange. So I'm thinking, do I, do I have to, I only have to put in like 675000 don't I, into the 1031 exchange since my original investment was 350 Can you hang on a second? We'll take that yeah, up in we'll, just a we'll, moment. we'll cover that up. At, we'll cover that up. <laughs> we won't cover anything <laughs> up no because taxes. the IRS would be upset. No, no cover-ups here. <laughs> we'll cover that after we take a break. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Stick around. <laughs> Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALKS, our phone number. And we're talking right now with Carolyn, who is selling a piece of property, a mobile home park, on which she's she has a capital gain of nine hundred thousand dollars or so roughly no, no, and 600, she's six hundred fifty thousand no, she bought it for three fifty she bought it for three she bought it for three 
Three fifty, and you're selling it for one and a quarter yeah, million, right? Yeah, about nine. Well, no, no, I one. no, I bought it for three fifty, and yeah. I'm selling it for a million twenty-five, just twenty-five thousand. Just a million. million. So, oh, a million. I thought it was one point two five million. So oh, okay. six hundred fifty thousand no, no, no. dollar capital gain or so. Correct. Got right. It. Okay. So, yeah. but I want to ask a little more about your personal situation before we get into whether you should do the exchange. Okay. How old are you? I'm seventy-one. Okay. And what is your household income likely to be in 2020? Oh, um, I don't know, probably 95000 95000 okay. because That's that becomes news. an important part of the equation in terms of taxation. So before Don uh-huh. even gets into doing the exchange, my question to you is, the 650 or so, is that money that you may need to supply your retirement or other in the next 20 years? Nope. No, I want it to go to my girls. No, I I want my girls to inherit it. Okay, so that's a different topic because Mm -hmm. now we we really can't, because oftentimes I think people get into, I want to, I want to keep deferring the tax. I mean, eventually somebody pays the tax on this, right? You understand that. There is well, no. no. It, well, eventually well, there'll be a step up. The step up basis, assuming yeah. that survives, yeah. by the way, because there is one major White House candidate who says they're going to get rid of the step up basis, which I read yesterday. But assuming yeah. that it stays as is, yes, you're, you're, the other folks would inherit it. Go ahead, Don. Okay, here's the deal on the 1035 exchange. A couple of things. One, it has to be a property that's worth more than a million 1035 or 1031 1031 i'm okay. sorry 1031 i'm okay. thinking i got i was on annuities for a minute 1031 exchange uh you have to ha- you have to identify within 45 days a property of greater value that's important you don't have to put the whole gain into the new property you have to have a if do you have a mortgage on it right now or is it all free and clear carolyn is she there yeah it's it's free and clear okay Okay, so you don't have to put all of the gain into the property. You just have to make sure that you don't get a property that's worth less because if you get a property that's worth less, whatever's left over is called a boot, and that boot you'll pay taxes on. Uh, You have to close within 180 days. Do you have a property identified already? Well, I was thinking about a DST. What do you think of not that? Not a fan of DSTs. No, not no. a fan of DSTs. Oh. Nope. Oh, nope. No. Good to know. Mm-mm. Good to know. No, they're a gimmick. Okay. Yeah. Delaware, oh. whatever. Statutory trust. Yeah. yeah, Delaware statutory trust. Uh-huh. No, that is a serious, ridiculous, dangerous gimmick that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. I got to tell you, I'm kind of with Tom on this in in some ways your tax i roughly figured it out real roughly you're looking at a tax of about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars um you've got the bird in the hand right now the other thing that we have to consider is if this isn't inherited by your kids what are tax rates going to be in the future will that opportunity even be there for them yeah uh you're buying when you buy you really with a 1031 exchange you need to buy another single piece of property in which risks have been and can be high particularly if you're not a professional real estate investor it's not your job so i had if this was my money if i had gotten this lucky on a piece of property and done really reasonably well I would, I, I, I can guarantee you, I know in my own heart of heart, I would take the gain yep. 
pay the taxes mm-hmm. and then build myself either a portfolio for me or for my children yep, that gives them that's yeah if it's for the kids i yep. build them an aggressive growth portfolio and not worry about we we kind of cut off our nose despite our tax you face the, as we say the tax tail wag the dog that's my we worry. got all kinds of old yeah, sayings i i think anyway that's your decision to make carolyn but we gave you the basic breakdown thank you for your call let's go on to the phones let's go to brenda now brenda how are you good how are you doing well how can we help you is a contractor and has never really invested in his retirement. And I was just looking at somewhere where he could start. I'm a nurse and we have a company that we invest through Fidelity and I don't have any issues there, but I'm nervous so I don't want to be supporting his retirement and I think he needs to invest into it. So where should I please start looking to help him? Yeah, so is this his own company that he has as a contractor? We're, we're having trouble hearing you a bit there. Yeah, yeah I was kind of cutting in and you out know, a little bit. I mean, bit. there's several. You could do you could do the an SEP IRA for example. I mean, for a simplified IRA program. Actually, probably the simplest is the simple IRA. Yeah, just type in. If simple you, IRAs are so easy to set up. You could go there to Fidelity people, and do it. Yeah, she mentioned Fidelity. You, you could do it with Fidelity or Vanguard or with yep. anybody. Set up a simple IRA. Yeah. He can fund that with a very large amount of money every year. A pretty substantial amount yep. can go into that. I don't know what the 2020 limits are, but it's a lot. And they're simple to set up, thus the name. They're inexpensive. They're easy to manage, and they're perfect for a situation like his. And this is what I would do. I, in this case, because people like who are contractors have attended, they're busy, they're doing other things, set up a regular deposit into that, say, every couple weeks, like you would be into your 403B as a, I think you said nurse, um, or, or, you know, monthly or something like that. So there's regular deposits, the money's going in there. It doesn't require any discipline in making those contributions. Thank you for your call, Brenda. We got time for one more quickly we'll go to wow quick yeah jay how are you hi yeah um i have a question go i have a diversified 401k portfolio and i just feel kind of like i have all my eggs in one basket i'm getting ready to retire in about a couple of years um where i can pull that money so i'm wondering what your thoughts are on you know well you very much confused me when you said you have a diversified portfolio but all your eggs are in one basket well, it's diversified within itself, but I'm thinking maybe I need to expand and have money. I don't oh, have any money like, savings. I have oh, nothing okay. other than that. Okay. Yeah, that's my that's my concern. Is that yeah? It's and it's doing well, but I feel like well, I'm not maybe, so con- yeah, I'm not so concerned not so about that. If you had other money to save beyond, so is this all pre-tax? It's not Roth. Or do uh, you know? These are not Roth. Okay, Mm-mm. so it's just a it's, regular four hundred one k. Right, traditional. Traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Do I think you should have some emergency savings? Yeah, I do. Uh, Would it be nice if you could split it between the regular 401k and the Roth? Yeah, that's okay. But there's nothing wrong with just having a traditional 401k. How old are you? Uh, I am 56. Okay. So, I, you know yeah. what? I mean, I wouldn't call that because I wouldn't call that eggs in one basket. You have kind of all eggs in one tax basket, but that's not harmful. I mean, have you done any sort of looking at how much income you need in retirement, where it comes from? That's something I think you should work on now. Yeah, I have been looking at that, and um, I'd be pulling from that, and I would also, you know, but I, you know, of course, not ready 
to pull from Social Security till I'm 62. So I would. Mm, even there, we're gonna we're gonna to work. We're gonna stop you there because you give up a lot of money drawing Social Security at age 62. Anyway, we we're, we're kind of out of time there, but but you understand that there's. I call it kind of a Yeah, taking that early. And the other problem with it is that uh, you can lose a lot of your Social Security. It's actually uh, means-tested at that level. So if you're making money, they will reduce your Social Security pretty dramatically. So I would not start taking at 62. I'd wait at least until FRA, your full retirement age. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our sixth annual retire meet is coming up in February, and while that may seem a long way off, it'll be here before you know it. As you know, if you're uh, in, in, you know, over forty. Time goes a little faster, doesn't it? So you need to get some tickets for Retire Me right now. Retire Me 2020 coming up in February. Right now, before the end of the year, you can get early bird tickets for just 10 bucks or $15 for a couple. So go get them now before the price goes up in the new year. You just visit retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. You can read about it there and then click on the purchase tickets button and order your tickets right now. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit. Talkingrealmoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?